So today is November 4th, 2020. Yesterday, obviously, was November 3rd, 2020, which is also in America known as Election Day. Typically, on Election Days, people have either already voted or they line up in the polls at their locations all across the country and they submit their ballots and vote for who they believe should be the next leader of whatever the position uh, of office is being ran for. In this case, the presidency and the senates and the house. It's the big one. It happens every four years. And typically at the end of the night, at least by midnight, depending on what time zone you're in, so maybe 2 a.m., it's very, you, you, you are, you normally would wake up the next morning understanding who your leader is. So last night I didn't even follow it. I just went to sleep thinking that when I wake up, just like a sports game, it's going to be on my phone. The Yankees won the World Series or the Los Angeles Lakers or the NBA champions. Those are always on my phone when I wake up in the morning. So well, I thought the same thing would happen with the election. I was like, all right. I'll just figure out in the morning who's going to win. Then I wake up and I check my phone. And then I look into the results of the election. And I, I, I was just, I, I can't say I was surprised, but it really fucking ticked me off. Because I feel like we're being played with. By a bunch of fucking rich motherfuckers who have spent so much time living a life separate from middle America and down into lower poverty America that they don't, we, we, we're not, they, they can't represent us because they don't even know us. Whereas the whole purpose of this representation is for the people, by the people, for the people, for the people, by the people. But these elitists aren't the people anymore. But they have all the money, all the power, and all the control. And I'm not trying to make this like a victimized sounding post. I'm not saying poor me. But I am saying that's the obstacle that we're facing. And it really irritates me because I can't see, I can't trust the motherfucker. So I'm trying to conceive and work on understanding my world better. But I can't trust any fucking thing that comes out of any outlet on any platform. So you got to resort to places like YouTube to try to find anything credible or at least worthwhile, some sense of genuine journaling, an effort to get to the truth to the people. But it's become political. It's like, so if you're the top journalist, it's the same way as you being like a top athlete or a top actor or a top whatever. You got to suck dick basically to get to that position. Unless you're just, with exception for the absolute most dominant people, advancing in, in careers and advancing in how much money you make a year at your, at your company, for example, or players negotiating contracts, there's a lot of give and take up there. And in that give and take, I think a lot of people lose track of what they originally sought out to do. And I'm not saying I'd be any different, honestly. Uh, I think that's a that's an excellent trait of awareness is when you recognize your own humanity and in, in, in someone else. When you can look at some of the most evil things that humans do 
and find a parallel in your um, susceptibility at some level to do the same. But no matter, it's not a left versus right thing. That I think that that has been created. That's marketed. Just like everything else in America is marketed and sold. They've marketed and sold this. Uh, uh, basically, it's an illusion. Um, a lot of people consider it their reality and they've accepted it as their truth. But if you step back far enough, it still fits the definition of an illusion. And I'm not saying that it's just the most terrible illusion ever, but I think it's gotten out of hand. And people are so invested in it, you, you can't even be real. You can't have a real conversation with people because their identity is made up and their involvement in this illusion. So they've already made their decisions or their decisions have already been made for them based on which party or which side that they've identified themselves with, based on a variety of things, childhood, upbringing, preference, trauma, ge geographical location. You think it's more likely for someone to end up being a Democrat after being born and raised in Texas or after being born and raised in California? Or do you think it's a lot more likely for someone to be a Republican after being born and raised in New York? Or after being born and raised in Oklahoma? Oklahoma, I'm from Oklahoma. Oklahoma is a all-county red state. Every single county, at least uh, in the 2016 election. Of course, we don't know the results from yesterday yet. Not completely. Because these fuckers are playing very strategic get, uh very strategic chess with one another and we're watching the game and pretending that we're on one side or the other but what I'm tr what I think is that you lose either way because you're still just a pawn on the chessboard of someone more powerful and more resourced than you and it's not a poor me card it's just I think it's it's necessary to uh, properly identify your your objections your enemies your obstacles however you want to conceive that so that you can adjust accordingly. And, and, and the whole point is aiming for the best possible well-being with the hand that you've been dealt, playing poker with life, in other words. So these guys are up top playing strategic games. Clearly, they're doing something with the votes because they both want to win and they both have a, enough resources to win. So in this case, we're talking about the Trump campaign and the Biden campaign. But the amount of powerful people involved in these elections are more than just the face of Trump and more than just the face of Biden. The, Trump is the... He's the head on the body. Biden's the head on the body. You know, as far as just image, like... But there's still the arms, there's still the legs, there's still the other essential functions that attribute to that body moving forward towards its goal. And we have a Trump campaign wanting to go in one direction, and we have a Biden campaign wanting to go in seemingly an opposite direction. 
and then millions upon millions upon millions of Americans in in the in the underneath in the underground have to shift with the direction of that boat. And what I'm what I what I'm largely getting at is that I think it's just a big lie. It's a big illusion. It's a big sell. Because anywhere a human has incentive to take advantage of something or someone so that they can be benefited, benefited more themselves, then they do it. Freakonomics did a study on that uh, with um, paralleling, uh, what do they call it, uh, sumo wrestling. And sumo wrestling is supposed to be this ancient institution of good morality and honesty and integrity. Yet, and that's the image it sells, yet they found consistent unfair practices in competing to get to the top of the sumo world championship or whatever. So even when it's people professing to back something that's innately good, that the people themselves, in order to, uh, to obtain their goal, do things that are immoral, which, which basically uh, invalidates the whole thing. And that's largely what I think in politics that we see. It's like these guys are selling these big, big images um, that cover up what they're really doing because that's what everybody does. That's a normal trait of humanity. These guys are just pros at it. And we watch them and they do it so effortlessly. It's almost like we can't, it's slide of hand. We can't even recognize that they're just fucking with us. And I'm not saying that everybody that's ever been in politics is a terrible person and that they're they're just out to get us because there's this six-panel group of Satan worshipers that control everything. That's not what I think. What I think is that these are all traits of humanity and what we're seeing in the world, we're seeing, we're witnessing what happens when humans do and are given the right and availability to do everything that we've been given a right and available to do as Americans. And we're witnessing what that looks like. And people like to pretend, they like to pretend that they know how to fix it as if they're not witnessing it just like you are. And we have ideas on how to fix it, but those ideas, we don't really know if that's gonna work. So when people get so involved in an election and I wake up and it's fucking, you can't even, you can't even wake up the day after election day anymore because there's so much people, there's so many people fucking with the votes for some, because they want to get elected to continue to advance everything they have on the line behind their agenda. It's just fucking like, dude, man, it really pisses me off, man. There are a lot of good people in America. There's a lot of good in America still. There's a lot of power. There's a lot of potential diversity. There's a lot of, of valuable extractions of, of, of human nature that thrive in America. And I think that's a great thing. But man, it is being threatened. By, by just unwavering forces. And I fear that we're, that I, I fear that my calculation is that it will not get better. I have theories that create hope in me, but those are just myths so far. And maybe it's valuable that I have a myth to hold on to to have hope so that I can exist in optimism because that will uh, increase my well being. It'll make me feel better about my life. But if you were to ask me to place a bet, I don't think this is getting better. I think what's happening is, is we are witnessing, we're narrating, and we're seeing it happen. 
uh, the demise of Western civilization. Now, maybe it'll be a lot slower than I'm anticipating, but no matter, this, the ship is starting to sink if it hasn't already. And maybe I'm just late to the, maybe it's been sinking and I'm just late to the party. And maybe many people will be late to the party at some point uh, at the, more, more, the more and more it sinks. But it's sinking away from what I was raised America to be about, to, which is, you know, patriotism and abundance and 401ks and retirement and being the world police. And we just uh, propaganda that we were the best people ever. And now I'm older, I realize that humans are humans. There are nationalists everywhere. There are racists everywhere. There are people who are going to be attracted to, to younger children and like pedophilia everywhere. There are narcissists everywhere. There are people born with Down syndrome everywhere. There are people that get cancer everywhere. There are, there are, there are just, there are undeniable facts that come with being human that our ego doesn't like us to see. And it, it, it deludes everybody's thinking. And that's what I think we're seeing in America, which is why I think the Western experiment is starting to, I don't necessarily think it's failing. It's just, it's starting to sink under its own weight. And if we don't adjust it, which I don't think we will based on human nature, then it's going to collapse eventually. And we're going to have to, I mean, who knows what's going to happen at that point. So maybe we're just, I'm just going to enjoy it until it, until we see something else. And maybe I'm just being entirely near, nearsighted, but I started off this video just talking about my irritation to a world like we have in America now. But then again, that's a first world complaint because I'm well fed and there's plenty of work and the economy doesn't seem to be doing terrible. But it does, I do hate that when I look on the news media, it's all slanted to one preference. And I don't think that's fair representation considering half the nation thinks otherwise. So it would be nice to see some kind, it's just, I'm just saying that these are, these raise concerns. These are inconsistencies and it, it raises concerns for me to be aware who is behind that because it's important to know who your master is. In other words, I mean, not that you're a slave, but still in a way you are a slave. There's someone more powerful and more resourceful than you. That's going to eventually call the shots. And if you buck up to that, you'll lose. So it'd be wise to, in some sense, be play the game a little bit. That's playing the game is, is what I think of as swimming with the river. So you still are steering your movements, but go with the flow. Be, be wise not to swim against it or you'll tire more, more easily. So it's really concerning to me that that's the case. I've, I don't hear very many people talking about this, so I want to release it to the airways. As this point, it's 8.03 in Florida on November 4th, and I don't know who the president is. And I just think that's a piss poor representation of how our leaders are running the country. And I'm getting sick and tired of their fucking performances. Um, and, you know, you say take it to the polls and vote. You know, at this point, they've out-strategized us on these voting polls. So there's these guys with their money and their resources, they know how to get the votes that they need. So there's, I think if we were to entertain the idea of a revolt or any type of like stabilization of American politics, we would have to um, advance it in a, in a way that includes polling and voting, but is also beyond that, farther reach. A reach of the human psyche, a reach of rationalizing what a world amongst one another looks like and what rules we need to follow so that people can be open, but not so open that they step on someone else's toes. 
and people can be conservative, but not too conservative that, um, it becomes fascist. I don't like going to work at a fucking warehouse that needs 10 employees, but only has five because they want to raise their bonuses and their fucking profits. I mean, I don't think everything should be about maximizing profits. That has a great piece of the pie, but it's 30% and we're treating it like it's 90%. So people are literally developing their lives as careered employees. And I just think that that's a, that's a misrepresentation of what it means to be alive. And that's what I'm talking about. That gets into people's political agenda. So it's like, down the line, you may not even be voting on what you think. You've just been suppressed to think what someone more powerful than you thinks for so long that you don't even know what you really think. I think a lot of people are in an identity crisis. They don't know who they are. They just flow with whether accepted and there's danger in that. So just a free flow. Okay. Segment two. This is my third episode that I've done this first and second segment kind of method where I have a topic that I start talking about and then I let it age what I was talking about. I let it age and then I come back usually within, you know, let's say four to seven days. I usually come back and do the second segment and then I, um, I, I, I add a second perspective from a different time, even though the time has only been like four or five days, a lot can happen in four or five days. So from where we were, I just listened to a little bit of, of last segments to kind of catch up to speed. There wasn't a president (laughs) announced like a president elect announced until um, Saturday, I think, which would have been the, uh, like the 8th, 7th or 8th, and keep in mind election day is on the 3rd, so that's five days, more or less, that the American people are in the dark about who our um, president's going to be. And if you're listening to this and you think, well, it's the presidency, it's, I don't get into that, I don't have a, a say in the matter, that's fine. I don't necessarily have a say in the matter either, and I didn't vote. But what I'm trying to get at is redeveloping our understanding of the world that we were taught to believe. So in school, we were taught to believe, listen to the president, obey authority. (coughs) Um, Women love you. And... um, It's hard for me to bring these up because every single one can be in your mind. You could you could have a disruption of, because I would have to further explain the situation as to why I believe some of these things that have been taught to us need to be changed. So I'm trying to think of one that's more universal, like be drug free. You know what I mean? We went to school and there was this dare d dot a dot r dot e, and it meant like drug awareness and stay away from drugs. Now, that was that, that was indoctrination, right? For me per- personally, I went to <clears throat> church a lot and I was indoctrinated with religion. And religion taught me to view the world about as a, a world that God created 
with his word, just by his breath. And we're here, um, essentially, um, what do actors do? They, um, it's not an interview. We're auditioning to get into heaven. So God created this world and then sin got into it. Now we audition to get into heaven. And what that does, it, because when you're te when you're teaching kids things, you're you're really pulling on their 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 vulnerability string, their strings of vulnerability, because they're going to want to do something to, to to gain the approval of their fellow humans. So they're going to take things and they're going to amplify it to its purest meaning. So when you teach them about religion, or you teach them about being drug free, or you teach them about the way that the government's supposed to work, and how America elects a president, and how the world works, and how you're going to get a job, they taught everyone to go to college, they got rid of fucking trade schools, it's like they did a bunch of shit that at the fucking time sounded good, but here we are living the fucking shit, and it didn't work, and we're having to pick up the fucking pieces, because the philosophy was wrong, so I'm really intent on on questioning, it's like an instinctive evolution, I'm intent on questioning um, my surroundings because and the moment in my younger days when I didn't question my surroundings and where intent, I was taken advantage of. So now I realize I, I need to make sure I'm cautious around other institutions and other people, other collections of people, other ideologies, other things that are being marketed to me because there's someone else has another agenda behind what they're doing and it's not always in your best interest and since we're humans and I think we're innately selfish we're bent on survival so once someone has experienced being taken advantage of for them to survive they're gonna adjust so now I question and I filter what comes through so that I can decide what's best for me outside of the agenda of somebody else so that when I look at like a presidency I think, and I'm making two points here. One is that when I look at a president, I think for myself. I'm like, okay, what is this guy saying? Why would he say it? What's his agenda? And what's it actually going to look like in my life? But God damn it, man. I'm so fucking like irritated by this elementary disgust of one or the other candidates. And I'm like... Someone can watch the fucking mainstream media, which at this point in my life is understood to be a crock of shit. And because they say that a black guy got shot by a white cop, that the whole fucking nation is racist. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh my God. What? That, that just creates anarchy. We can't do... That's an insult to people who are actually victims of racism. Because you've just clouded what racism is, for example, or you say Trump's a bigot and he's misogynistic and then you just got these people roaring, I hate Trump, I hate him. The fuck are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. You gotta look at these marketed avenues from other institutions like media or companies who sell you food or advertise you clothes. They want your attention. They want your vote. They want your view. They want your money. They want your everything because it benefits them. That is the downfall of capitalism. That's the wrong side. This is what these are the spoils of capitalism. It, it, it encourages people to quite literally take advantage of one another and then decrease the terminology 
of wrongfully taking advantage of somebody. So it may start where uh, there's a company called Ashley Madison where it basically encourages couples to have affairs. Well, in 1960s, the common culture wouldn't there would be they wouldn't all agree. They they would they would they would shame that that kind of thinking because it wasn't part of their values. In today's world, that's just whatever because it's what capitalism brings. I'm not trying to make a fit on capitalism. I'm just trying to say we've got to view our world as the external. We got to realize that we are the internal. The world is the external, and what's happening around me is not always in my benefit. And you've got to be cautious of who you're listening to and what you're believing. And most people can't even do this, dude. America is full of a bunch of dumb-ass motherfuckers. Dangerous, dumb-ass motherfuckers. Incompetent motherfuckers. Lazy motherfuckers. Unaware, unmotivated, unwilling motherfuckers. Delusional motherfuckers. Religious motherfuckers. Narcissistic motherfuckers. victimizing themselves and manipulating their surroundings for their own benefit, which is what I think we all do. All do. And I'm angry because I feel like I've come to an understanding that my, my hope has, in other words, I cast the sword of my hope out but then I saw the size of the dragon and I almost want to just fucking throw the fucking sword down. And all of this is based on my perspective, but I'm a, I'm a genuine person. I'm very authentic and I'm essentially courageous if I'm willing to sit here and spew my life out, my deepest confusions and struggles and just put it on a podcast for open viewers. Like, see what I mean? I've, I've gotten over the hump of failure. I realize that I can fail. That's okay. I'll just try again. And I've developed courage when I lived in my car and I was, and I didn't know what to do. I put myself in a situation that I had to adapt quite literally as I went. And that developed me as a human, which is what my instincts were. That's why I decided to do it. I realized I needed to develop that man in me because society right now is too easy. It's too, it's too confused. It's, and it's not... I, I, you may take like a victim. I, I, I get empathy, having empathy for someone who's been vic- who's been victimized at something genuine, which is difficult these days because people are all full of shit now. But that's one regard. But you still, people have to go through the maturity stage, and it comes as as a result of pulling yourself out of your own filth. So when we over victimize, we keep people back. And then now we have a culture of millions upon millions of people, half and half are about being responsible and accepting the challenge and the other half are about it's always too hard and you know and I want my feelings and we're lost in the middle because both stages are true in one part of life but neither are absolutely true um, and we can't work with either of those at the same time. And I think we're starting, that's what I'm starting to see about the collapse of society which is the dragon. And my sword of hope is is not going to be enough. It'd be like if I was out in the middle of... If I was on an airplane, for example, and I was seeing it crashing right before I hit the ground. Um, or at least at the point that I realized 
this plane was crashing and I am going to die and there's no reasonable way out of it. That kind of surety. See what I'm saying? It's not like over dramatic. It's just when you really get a sense, when you've been, I've been practicing my life, getting a sense of my proximity to the environment and how my life is basically a relative experiment experience to what's happening around me, which is why I believe in moving. I believe in putting myself in Colorado because I think that's the best place for someone like me to be because then I'm always looking at the mountains, which is calming to my anxious mind. And I love dry air and I'm able to exercise outside in the mountains. So I put myself in a position where I'm relatively happy regardless of the American life that I can't stop. See, and you start looking at this at life where your, your, your surroundings are them and you are you and you got to find a way to navigate through um, to position yourself to have the overall best well-being. I would assume that that's what all of our, our agendas are. So a lot of times what I want to ask is what, what people, what your even fucking hope is for the world or what your purpose is on this world. It's like, I don't know that America's experiment has showed us that diversity is the is ultimately the goal what we want. We want there to be as much diversity as possible. And I mean diversity of ideas, diversity of genders, diversity of races, diversity on all categories. It sounded good in the very beginning, but now that we're further down in the experiment, it almost seems to me that it'd be necessary to make adjustments. But that would only be if someone's belief was that what's that we have to figure out what's best for all of humanity and adjust towards it because in america a lot of people are encouraged to basically just think whatever they want to think which is what makes any type of discussion with anybody difficult because you can always play the card well i mean that's what you think and you could be wrong and you're biased and they could say that about you or me or you could say that about yourself or somebody else and anyone could I guess rightfully play that card because we live in America. So it's not good to have too much diversity because now we don't have, where's our, where's our pulse? Where's our wavelength? What's our heartbeat? What's the heartbeat of America today? Ask yourself right now, what's the heartbeat of America today? Because I don't fucking know. If I were to say anything, the heartbeat of America is maximizing profits. Everything we do is based around the pulse of maximizing profits. You may go out to a golf course on Saturday and you're going to be playing around golf with a bunch of people who are there to take a break from their nine to five job of maximizing profits. If you finally get a day off, you got to go run errands to keep yourself legalized in a, in a, in a country that's your entire life is about being a career, uh, employed, career employee to maximize profits. So, and, and that, that's just a, for instance, if you have a better one, what I'm saying is it's not obvious, it's not clear. And in World War II, it was one nation under God. And that was effective for use of bringing together a country during the time of war. And it's since faded because most people have, um, what in my perspective would say, outgrown... Um, the bubble of religion. So we're not as, uh, we don't feel as guilty to, to just realize that some people believe one nation under God, but it, that the use of that is, uh, is dead and gone.
or at least it's past it's peak usage when it was valuable enough and I don't know that there is one right now in America and whatever you would say 70 million registered or counted votes would say the other way and that's really concerning to me man because I don't think the middle class is the is the enemy I think if I was rich and I was elite and I was in generations of rich and eliteness and that power dominance just build up started growing and growing eventually I would want to divide the class below me so that I can make sure that they wouldn't ever come take my position of ruling over them and I think that's what's happening in America is that now the interest of the elite class um, are quite literally and quite effectively starting to um, tower over the rest of America so now America is just, it's crazy. It's gotten into this point where at one time it was this tight-knit group, but it's just, it's dispersed and it's denatured like you like an egg. Getting, like a, cooking an over-easy egg, you know, it denatures the protein, it denatures it. And, um, which isn't always necessarily bad. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm just like, this isn't what people were aiming for. It's not what they were teaching us in school. So clearly we're off somewhere. But so many people walk around with their smug, cocky-ass, motherfucking fabricated realities where they're miserable on the inside because they suppressed everything that makes them a human, all their emotional energy, their, their masculine and sexual polarity. They've suppressed all of that, and they've exchanged it for this indoctrinated ego of what they think they should become. And they're walking around doing things that they don't even endorse, which is why they hate and they're miserable in their lives. But they found ways to cope with it by pretending, and they're faking it until they make it. And they carry that energy everywhere, and it's disgusting, and it's filthy. And no, and there's no, there's no willingness to look internally and say, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm causing this pain. Maybe I'm the one that should adjust. Maybe it's my fault. But instead, it's just too easy to blame the other party, or the other race, or the other economic position. So someone rich, or someone poor. Or it's blame the man or blame the woman. After enough, math, simple math teaches you that you have to find the common denominator. And I don't think it's in the interest of the people who have the most power for you and I to get this kind of information. So what I think is we're going to start seeing it dwindle. Um, however, it's not at all obvious either that that would be bad to our overall well-being a lot of times you have to recognize that you don't know what's best for you you only have a you only have an idea of what you think you know sometimes it's right and sometimes it's wrong that's how we learn but societies and humans are, are just humans are just chemical and are chemical balances and when there's an imbalance we become miserable and we suffer and when it's balanced again we're content and we're peaceful relatively peaceful and I think society can be set up in a certain way so that when it has as many people as America does, we optimize the highest percentage possible of, of those citizens to be having a positive experience, a, a, a rich experience, rich in the think of terms of like rich fertile soil, a fertile experience of, 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 of being a human. Where we're not, where we're not, we go back to production instead of consume. Right now we're in this consume 
phase. We've turned the switch of, we've turned the consumerism switch on and turned the production switch off. That's why you've seen the quality of products go down because the 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 goal, you know, begin with the end in mind. The goal of these companies isn't to make a good product; it's to make more money. Whereas the goal in 1960s company under a JFK leadership was to get there before the Russians and you make the best American product you can. You understand? That was the heartbeat of that culture. Now the heartbeat of our culture is blame every other person for every fucking thing we don't want to take accountability for in ourselves. And those kind of disgusting, self-pitiful fucking people are producing at rates more uh, faster than people who are rational, who spend, it's the idea of idiocracy in other words. And I didn't want to believe any of this, but it's becoming overwhelming. So, I mean, it's not like I'm trying to be doomsday or overly nihilistic. Um, I just want to document for myself even that um, America is is becoming. It's not returning. It's just becoming. It's becoming what it always was destined to be. And a lot of people like to take one interval of the entire trip of America, so to speak, and say that we need to get back to that. But it's like, that's like going on a cruise and after you left one island, all you were fixated on is going back to that island. It's like, no, you gotta let the journey, the trip, you gotta let the interval come to its own conclusion, in other words. And I think that's what America's doing and we, we, we wanna control it because we think we have free will. But it's like, we have no more control over where America's going than a kid in a, the driver's seat of his dad's car playing with a plastic steering wheel thinking that he's driving the car. See, that's what our ego is. It's, it's what we think about the world. It's what we want to think. But um, it can be very misleading, and sometimes it's better to just get in, rea in alignment with reality, and you can enjoy the ride better. So, I find hope in living. Living life to the best of my ability, traveling when I can, exploring when I can, adventuring when I can, experimenting with substances when I can, drinking alcohol when I think it's going to make me more peaceful or when I want to go out and enjoy city lights uh, on a quiet night in the middle of December, for example. Start capital capitalizing on the, on the purest moments of American life that you can and make that your focus because... If you get caught up in what the leaders are doing, the elite do not have your interest in mind. And they have brainwashed a large, larger than I would love to admit, chunk of this world. and uh, Or at least of America. So you can't get caught up in even what they think. Because then it's going to become a you versus them thing. But it's like, that's not, it can't be that. Because that's not the true. This is just my opinion in terms of cultivating the best life you can if you were born in America as a millennial. It's essentially what this whole thing's about. So it's a, it's a, it, it, it's a tough blow to realize that America is not as great as I as I kind of hoped it was. But it's still an awesome country. There's still a lot of things that can be done as a citizen. Um, and if I think I, I, what I believe is that if you if you if you focused on that, then that's 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 living in the now. You're still you're you're extracting the resources that are immediately available around you, and I think that will increase your well-being, and um, it will outlast any major changes on the governmental level of this country. But goddamn, it does. It is sad to think about it that way, and you know maybe I am wrong. 
maybe I am. I just don't think that I am. Um, I don't have I don't have as many reasons to believe that I'm wrong to believe that my conclusions are in the other direction. Um, otherwise, I would wouldn't be thinking that I was that the world's going to shit. But anyways, it's not all terrible. It's just you got to wake up from the dream and realize life is a struggle and we live in it. So, but we have it really good considering all human history ever before. So it's not that bad. It's just not nearly as good as what they tricked our imaginations into believing. And I think that's probably the best summary.